Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. I'm Cassie. And, my, and I'm a ghost. My name is Max. I'm not a ghost. I, I lied just now. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Sorry, um, listeners. Also to you, too. So um, we are uh, doing this podcast because we are huge fans of this goofy show. Yeah, Ghost Adventures is a really good TV show, um, and not g- it's not good in like the traditional sense that you expect a television program to be good it's and entertaining. Like, it's kind of like The Room good, if you've ever seen The Room, the worst movie on earth. But this one is, I would even say more entertaining than that. This is like watching, this is like watching, if you've been a fan of Christopher Guest films like Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, This is Spinal Tap, etc., etc., uh, this is like the equivalency of that, but it's real, you, and these are real people. Do you know what it is that separates it from the room for me? What is that? I watch the room, and I'm no enter- naked thrust asses. There's no or- naked thrust asses <laughs> on part of any of the Cut dudes. Cut that in the wrong order. The thing is, when I watch the room, and I and I'm having the experience of watching that film. I hate it, and I hate Tommy Wiseau, and I don't want him to continue doing it. It's like you never really want to watch it again. Yeah, it's like he hurts me with his face and his mouth and the noises that he makes. And the sex scenes. It's just all so bad. And Ghost Adventures is funny in the same way, but I unironically love these dudes. And, and like, okay. We love them so much. I guess we should maybe introduce the characters in in case people have never watched the show. But, I mean, if you've never watched the show... There's excerpts of it on, on Netflix and Hulu. Really, you should check it out. Um, it's so there funny. There are so many drinking games out there. If you just Google Ghost Adventures drinking game, you will find at least a few. Um, because there's so many things that always happen every single episode. It is guaranteed to always happen. And they're just so funny. Now, we're we're uh, old people, so we can't play drinking games anymore uh, without dying. What? My butt falls off and I... Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and I whatever. puke for a year. There's three main characters: uh, Zach, Nick, and Aaron. They're the three main guys on the ghost hunting show. May I just interject real quick? I was very conflicted about even doing this podcast because I really do. Even though they're really, really special guys, I love them, and <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like your your dog. Your dog has. Limited intelligence. <laughs> they say and do some... But uh, you love your dog so much. These, uh, these, these fellas say and do some challenging things sometimes. Yeah, and like, I, I was conflicted about doing this podcast because I'm so worried that someday they're going to find out about it, they're going to listen to it, and they might get upset and their feelings might get hurt. So, like, in, in making fun of this show and these, these guys... I I don't know how this could make any sense, but we do it in a loving way. 
even though it's like we're picking on our little brothers yeah that's know? that's what it's like so we have a bingo game our friends morgan the, and travis yeah our friends made a bingo meet, game you'll meet at some point so just to give you an idea of, of some of the things you're likely to encounter on this show i'm going to read off some a few spaces from the bingo cards that our friend made zach shushes someone oh. zach is kind of the ringleader of the bunch and he's he's the He's the guy who sees himself as the main character of Ghost Adventures. He just shushes people a lot. There's no, there's not really any he, other way to say well, it. Well, the specific thing is he shushes people and then he speaks himself. <laughs> yeah, and, or, or or he'll do my favorite thing, which is ask someone a question and then immediately start going. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is um, send Aaron in first. Aaron. Oh, poor Aaron. Aaron starts out as the equipment tech and doesn't earn his. <laughs> doesn't earn his ghost inve in in investigator title until later. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's kind of the butt monkey. He's the butt of all Zach's jokes. Zach always sends him in first. It's a little rude. Yeah, it is a little rude. <laughs> you can always tell that Aaron does not want to go in, but Zach forces him. Even in the first episode, which which we'll we'll talk about. Like, I I never realized that Aaron had ever told him no, which he does in the first yeah, right. episode. But from then on, Zach must have, like, had, like bullied him or something, because from then on, he's forced to go in first. So here's one that I love, one bingo square. Class A EVP. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this is so funny to me is because no metric is ever given for judging what, what class an EVP is, nor, for that matter, are any other classes ever mentioned. Yes. Oh, by the so way, EVP... <laughs> And they explain this like in every single Okay, episode. yeah, yeah. Stands for, wait, what is it? Electronic voice phenomenon. I, yeah, okay. The idea is that digital recorders, specifically digital recorders, are somehow capable of interpreting the electromagnetic field in such a way uh, that you can hear ghosts talking to you that the naked ear would not be able to hear. Ghosts apparently are supposed to manipulate the electromagnetic field. They um, use electromagnetic energy to manifest and do things. Mm -hmm. That's the theory that the show presents. Which they at first say it is thought to, but later on in the Later series, on they just state it as though they, it is fact. Yeah, which it is it's not fact. We need some, I need, I'm going to need to see some data on this. Yes. And let's just say that the data collected by the Ghost Adventures crew is not always as conclusive as they believe it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing you can look out for when you're watching this show is absolutely monstrous, almost unbelievable run-on sentences. <laughs> yes. I mean, Zach does all the narration himself, and it's, I mean, it's an achievement how long this boy goes without a conjunction. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, no, not, not, I mean, there's conjunctions all over the place. How long he goes without, like, a, a period or a question mark or a semicolon. The dude just goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But, but the, but it sounds so rehearsed, like he's actually writing it out, mm -hmm. is the crazy part about that. And they must not have any editors, like, who have any concept of high school level English. I think for these early episodes, it is definitely Zach doing like all the editing. Probably. Because he always makes himself look cool also. Oh, <laughs> and, well, of course. And, and he always gets the good edit and, and Aaron and Nick always get the bad, goofy edit. Speaking of Zach looking cool, one of the oh other things God. is his attire, his dress, his hair. Uh, Zach only recently emerged from the from the like the mid two thousands boy band era. Zach uh, Zach was keeping that Jinko jeans brand yeah hot 
It's all while. black. He only wears black. Earlier episodes, you'll notice he Ooh. wears this uh, brand called Rebel Spirit. <laughs> they, uh, like, sponsor this man. They must have. Um, but every single... It's kind of like a knockoff Ed Hardy with skulls on it. Yeah, it's a real. He always wears these really tight <laughs> shirt. Oh, this is one of my favorite things. This is describing Zach's look. First off, <laughs> you can you can tell that as the series progresses, he gets bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of muscle mass. Yeah, so he, he gets he gets he's pretty beefy. Very concerned about his appearance. Um, his hair is the camera black. takes off ten pounds. Yeah, his hair is black. Um, earlier his hair is always gelled. Always, always, always. And you can tell he spends at least an hour on it because each it's it's as if each strand of hair is is perfectly oh it's molded. like cultivated it's yes. like it's like sculpted with with love and care. And earlier episodes, he's got his bang area um, pointed forwards <laughs> like a little um, like a little shelf like a little shelf, <laughs> and it, sometimes it shades his eyes. You can see the shadow of his bangs in his, his eyes. Later episodes, he does a weird little. Uh, douche mohawk that's what i like to call it um where it's like not a mohawk but it's pointed like one and you if you look carefully <laughs> at his hair different parts of his head the hair is going in different directions you know, we, we called that a faux hawk when i was in school oh okay okay that's what we referred to that as um he also has fake tan spray oh man this bad he doesn't do a good job of it um and he has lipstick on in many episodes i know this sounds like we're really just dunking on zach i know and I feel <laughs> but, but it's so bad guys you could just watch the show it's really good like i honestly i love watching ghost adventures me too and I and no matter i guess this incredibly protracted intro sequence this 10 minutes of us <laughs> talking <laughs> shit on these guys is really just our way of saying you gotta watch like you when we talk about the ridiculous things that happens here, and we and we, the the tone we use, this is not like really exaggerated. Yeah, no, the it's show not. hits these notes, and it does so really, really, really consistently. Almost every episode is really entertaining and funny to watch. Oh yeah, no, it's hilarious. It's great to watch with friends. Uh, but it's so honest. That's the that's the perfect thing of it is that like these dudes are for real. Yeah, and that that realness comes out and. Some of them have talked about how they've been asked to embellish yeah. by producers. They still really believe all this stuff. I fully believe they they are hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Aaron's O face? Aaron makes Aaron makes the Aaron's their guy. He he gets sent in alone all the time. He's like he, the sweet puppy. He is kind of a sweet puppy, and uh, he always makes this face. He has this very specific face he makes when paranormal stuff starts to happen around him, and he usually goes, "Oh." Yeah. Along with it. It's yeah. just very, it's, it's another one that's on the bingo sheet. That's how common it comes up. Yeah. We should, let's, we should describe, we should get into this episode. Okay. okay. We're starting from the beginning. Okay. Um, we, there, can, we can, we can, we can bring up some of the other bingo space for as sure. we go along. We're starting from the beginning, um, but, but not really because the real beginning is a, and I swear this is true, is an indie documentary that these three dudes made on their own. When I'm sure they were probably in their like late teens. No, they were their early twenties. You think I'm so? Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. No, they're they're not teen looking. Whatever. Regardless, episode one came after the documentary, and that's where they got like their 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 deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. They got like a deal from this from the Travel Channel. Yeah. Oh, this is a this is a fucking Travel Channel production. If I didn't mention that. Yeah. So under under all of this is the current of we're trying to sell tickets to places. So. <laughs> Something that happens a lot is they'll go to a place that is, like, really, really obviously a tourist trap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and people who are like, 
paid to tell the same ghost story over and over again, and you can hear all the little... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is the episode one, the Moundsville Penitentiary in uh, West Virginia. So uh, this is a really beautiful building with an unfortunate history and past. Ooh, and uh, can I say there's like a there's like an intro to the show? Oh, yes. Let's talk um, about the intro. But uh, yeah, the intro to the show is sort of Zach introducing himself and his his Ghost Adventures crew uh-huh. to the viewer said to this like... <laughs> Set to this really intense music that's, like, purposefully extra intense. In the beginning of the show, it's pretty janky looking. Like, there's just a lot of B-roll of them walking through graveyards and standing together in the desert with their black shirts on. Very, like... And by the way, this desert is Death Valley. Oh, it's Death Valley. Oh, it's got the word death (laughs) in it. People people die there sometimes. Um, There's a lot of, like, you know, footage from some of the TV shows that are yet to come. And you know, Uh, by the way, you know Zach is legit because he opens the intro by saying, My name is Zach Bagans. (laughs) I never believed in ghosts until I came face to face with one. And that's supposed to be, you know, that's him saying, This is why I do this. This is why I hunt ghosts. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty special intro and it's it, a special intro i mean it's 50 seconds we can find a link we can paste a link to it yeah. on youtube and the, they change the intro as the seasons go by the way there's more than one season of this show uh do you want to tell them how many seasons of this show there are cassie i've lost count how many are there <laughs> there this program this television program is in its 14th broadcast season oh my god <laughs> Okay, uh, quick, quick. Keep, that, keep all of that in mind while you're listening to us talk about this bullshit antics that they get up to. <laughs> quick side note. Um, so, yeah, I have a Tumblr uh, because I have feelings sometimes. And um, I've noticed, you know, because I, I like to check out some Ghost Adventures stuff sometimes. Very strangely, and this might be because a lot of the people on Tumblr are, you know, younger in age and, and maybe, um, you know, not maybe not as experienced with relationships and stuff. There were a lot of uh, people who genuinely love this show, but not for the same reasons we love it. So what what reasons would you say they're really into the show for? There are a lot of people who are really, really attracted to Zach Bagans. Huh. And I, I, okay, you know, that's, that's great. And you know, Zach, you are, you know, an attractive man, but... Are you talking directly to Zach right now? If he's listening again, I worry about hurting his feelings, but, uh, I just find that very interesting because it is, you know, well, let's so, just carry on. So Moundsville Penitentiary yeah. in Moundsville, West Virginia. Um, this place is pretty, I mean, it looks like it's a very big building. It's very historic looking. Um, and the show I noted opens up with the boys in their car lost on their way to the building. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like getting lost and like unable to read the directions correctly. So that's how you know what you're in for. The first thing you see is our hosts lost wandering around. And Zach says, this is going to be a true lockdown. Because they're going to a prison. We should, we should mention the show is split up into two segments every, um, every episode. Um, the first segment is like an investigation and research segment where they sort of go in and they talk to people and they have a look around the property. Background info. Background info. They find out where the most haunted places are. And then the second segment, which is usually more than half, you hope it's more than half mm-hmm. uh, of the show, and that's the lockdown segment. And this is where Zach, Nick, and Aaron, and only Zach, Nick, and Aaron, get locked in the building. From 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. 
That's 10 hours. Awake. They spend 10 hours awake all night in this ostensibly haunted location. In the dark. In the dark, recording evidence. And it's so fucking funny. Every single lockdown, as you would expect, usually goes crazy around three in the morning uh-huh. when they're going crazy with sleep deprivation. <laughs> so that's something you always got to factor in while you're watching this show is how sleep deprived are the boys. Uh, anyway, since we're in a prison, uh, I noticed you were keeping track of something and I was keeping track of something too, counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of times the word hung is used instead of hanged in this <laughs> investigation and research section, and it was seven by my count. Oh my god. This is a repeating thing up until a certain Zach, late, late, late I season. Mean, he takes until like 12th season to figure out that what, like a person who dies by hanging is someone who has been hanged, not someone who has been hung. And you can almost feel the emotions going on in his head when he hears the word hanged oh multiple god. times. The terror that must have crossed his mind. That, oh my God, I've pronounced it wrong. Do you think Zach Bacon Over many seasons. Do you think he ever gets like imposter syndrome or do you think he just like totally believes his own I think brand? he might be a little narcissist. A little bit narcissistic? Yeah. He's got that going on? Yeah. and Because nobody else is wearing like his outfits. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't want to yuck any yums. Dress however you want. It doesn't matter in the, in the real world. He just looks like such a goober all the time. Well, it's it's like, it's not like a good, oh, he's unique. It's more like, oh, he's trying too hard. So this episode had a lot of car-based interviews, I noticed. Yeah. Moving forward. Um, Probably because they weren't really well known. Yeah, they weren't well known yet. Nobody knew these people. So they're doing a lot of interviews where they're like literally approaching people who are sitting in their cars yeah. and saying, hey, can we talk to you? Mm-hmm. By um, the way, I lost track of the amount of old coots. There's a lot. Uh, old coot interviews or something that's on the bingo spot. We're pretty loose with the definition of old coot. We could just have coots. I think, yeah, because you can definitely be a young coot. This show's proved that to me. There's a lot of coots. There's a lot of coots, and coots really like ghosts, so... And they always kind of have a little crazy look in their eyes. Or they might just... I don't know. They I just... hate to be rude, but speaking of a crazy look in their eyes, we're, we're introduced, uh, oh, uh, to, to someone who... Tells us the story of R.D. Wall, who mm-hmm. is one of the inmates. Um, this is one of the ghosts that we'll be looking out for. This is something that happens a lot in the uh, investigation phases. We sort of are introduced to the names of spirits we can be expected to encounter later on. Mm-hmm. And R.D. Wall was killed by some other inmates in this prison. So this mm-hmm. place was apparently no joke. Oh, uh, there were many, a, many killings. Yeah, there's a this lot of murders. not a good place. I am interested to find out how many of those murders are apocryphal and how many are actually documented, though. Yeah, that would be something to look into. Because this prison only closed like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling it's been used as a tourist trap since then. Yeah. Um, but notice that they didn't really, they didn't really have a tour guide in this episode, did no, they? No, they didn't. Well, they had, a, they had a property manager. Okay. So. So I'm thinking it might seen. not be a tourist trap. So Zach goes up for an interview with someone across the street. He just like, like seriously makes, randomly decides that he's going to knock on someone's door who lives across the street from the prison. And this person, oh my God. this person turns out to like be okay, really wait. into ghosts. Wait, wait, wait! You're missing a very, <laughs> okay, very missing important what thing. Am, what am I missing? And I, I don't know if, I, if I'm jumping ahead, and this is a later person. I think you might be if it's uh, if it's this. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll get to that in a little. <laughs> so bit. the first person, the first person we meet. It just happens to be really into ghosts and, like, knows all the lingo already. She's talking about, like, an experience she had while they were doing an EVP session and shit like that. We get a story about a place called the Sugar Shack. 
Which I I cannot believe that this place was actually officially known as such during the operation of this penitentiary. Well, I have an idea of what that might be. Of course we all know what they're trying to evoke here. Yeah. Is where they would go do butt stuff with each other, but that's just crass. I think that's I think that's a name they gave it to make it like sensationalized after Well, it could technically be a nickname that prisoners gave it for a Solid reason. We don't, we don't know. But we don't, we don't know. know. That's yeah. That's the whole point. Is that we don't really know. It's just like, a funny name. A lot of the stuff that they do in this episode is apocryphal. They don't really do a lot of actual research on yeah. the location. They just sort of you know hear stories about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So <laughs> we move on from that person oh, God, to <laughs> to oh. to the most pitiable human being I've ever seen in my life is a very 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 old man. Oh my God. So okay. Set scene set. They open the door. It's an old coot who looks a little confused. And he, um, he, he falls down. <laughs> he literally, you see him standing, and then he starts to sway backwards, and he just falls on his, his back. And prob- I, di- I didn't really notice, because I was just in shock of what was happening, but he probably hit his head. They don't take him to a doctor. They don't take him to a hospital. They don't. They don't do something that you should do when somebody falls, especially an older person. And hey, I'm I, you know I, I'm just saying like this man definitely appears to be of the age that a fall like this could serious. be some serious shit. Like definitely concussion, if like, not worse. His knees don't bend. He falls straight back and hits his back and bottom on the ground. And when they sit him down, he says, "I have no balance." <laughs> <laughs> but this this is a re- repetitive um behavior of theirs when there's You a- said you said that just like Zach Bacon's just now. You just said theirs like Jack is like Zach Bacon's. Pardon. <laughs> maybe it's my dialect. Uh, maybe we're from the same area, I don't know. Um they have a a repetitive behavior of when Somebody is obviously experiencing some sort of health issues. Like, there is an episode where Aaron is exhibiting symptoms of a heart attack. He's like, Zach, oh man, my, my chest hurts and my arm's starting to hurt. I'm, I just can't catch my breath. They, they have this problem of not taking people to the doctor or, or, you know, not considering the fact that they might be having a health problem or if, like, this guy fucking fell on, fell on the floor. And he's and it, obviously like in his 80s or maybe older than that. And they usually blame it on demons. Anyway. So, so after the old man has a very bad fall, um, we meet several people, actually, who used to be guards at this prison. Uh, some of whom still work for the correctional system, who all tell stories about how shitty it was. And um, there were riots, supposedly multiple riots, where guards got killed, guards got tortured. Uh, prisoners killed each other. The whole thing is very Lord of the Flies. Um, and we, we, one of the highlights here is that we're introduced to a former inmate who refers to himself as Redbone. And I forgot to get his real name. Tom Redbone Richardson. Tom Richardson calls himself Redbone. He tells him he was in uh, Moundsville from 67 to 83. Mm-hmm. So they kind of set up, for now, they just set up an agreement for, to like meet with him for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we move on to another ghost adventure, like a ghost hunter who lives in the area, who's telling them about some EVPs they got. Specifically one EVP, which apparently said, come meet the devil. <laughs> so like a jovial interview. Oh, and I just want to say that, like, a lot of the people who work there, I mean, there's one specific man that they interview who, 
you know, it, it really affected him. And, and yeah, he for sure, he, he's got to have PTSD. Well, he said he goes to therapy. He's still in therapy so, 20 like, years later, he said. This, this, he was one of the people who was like kidnapped and tortured by prisoners during one of the riots. Which to, sucks. to give to give I mean although we're watching a really funny show yeah, this place sure. was really a seriously this, horrible place this was a really bad like we're making jokes here but this was really bad and and I mean it was probably shut down for a reason oh yeah because definitely. it got things that get prisons that get this bad I feel like there's almost nothing you could do to change it you know what I mean like you could you could rotate the entire guard staff out well, but the prisoners but would still would still be conditioned by the by the presence of the previous guard staff. There's got to be there's you can't you can't well, fix a problem. Conditions this are a big factor. Yeah, conditions are a major factor. Like there, there, there's uh, that that's a, a reason why I have a problem with uh, the fact that we call prisons correctional facilities, but they're not really for rehabilitating people. They're more for punishing. And a lot of people got punished in this place, for sure. We And Zach tells us that he can't wait to provoke the evil spirits in this place. Oh, yeah. Because he said that a, a lot of people died in here, and a lot of those people that died were evil. Yeah, I have a problem with that. I have a big problem, problem with, that. with that. Because definitely there's also some people in there who were who just were outside the law. Well, and the thing is, a person... I, I, I truly believe that a person is not evil they might have done evil things but zach makes a bunch of wild accusations it's a pretty, it's a pretty like w weird way of looking at humanity yeah, like it's oh, really, these people are good and these people are evil it's not it's really dehumanizing to to make a statement like that so yeah but um uh, we move on to uh, a tour of the facility provided by redbone mm -hmm. uh who comes in and tells us some pretty grim stories like one of the stories he told was about a guy who got thrown into the food during a, a riot? Vat, a vat of hot beans, <laughs> and uh, and then the people who threw him in there stood on top of the lid, and he just cooked to death. Yeah, that's pretty fucking disgusting. That's pretty wild. Pretty horrible. Um, talking about how their muscles just came off, or the guy's muscles just slid off when they got him out of there. And we it's pretty we, grim. We jump back to Tom, who is uh, the prison's internal coordinator. I I guess that would be. Uh, probably just the guy who, like, manages the building now that it's no longer used. And he walks us down into the sugar shack and tells us a story about how he was grabbed by, by a force which he could not identify. Uh, he leads, he tries to lead us to believe that this was a ghost. Oh, yeah. He said, he said, um, something grabbed his arm. But then he says that he checked to see that nothing fell. Which makes me think that it wasn't really a grab, but more of, like, a, a hit. Like a hit. Or something. And also, while they're having this conversation, there's an exposed wire that's hanging down from the ceiling. Really? I yeah, think... I noticed a, just a wire hanging down from the ceiling. Oh. Which could easily explain that. Yeah. So, anyway, moral of the story is don't use that shot, basically, if it's got that in it. Um... Uh, Aaron decides to mark an X in this room, which is something that kind of they don't do a lot of in the later series. But what they part of the lockdown is that they set up these cameras on tripods just like in one spot mm -hmm. to record all night, to see if anything crazy happens. And that's what they mean. They're going to mark a spot in the sugar shack where they'll put a camera mm -hmm. and just let it record all night. And then it's back to Redbone talking about some of his hard times. Yeah, I mean, he this guy had some pretty hard times and it kind of sucks that they're I mean, I'm just glad that he consented to be on film for this, because he, well, he, he tells some pretty rough stories. He said that, that this was the first time he's been there in years, right? Yeah, it's the first time he's been back since so, he was released. It, I mean, it, obviously, and if you watch the episode, it is a little traumatic for him, because he ends up having ends to up leave having to stop, after a while. Yeah. But I'm sure it kind of helps with 
the process of, of dealing with what he dealt with, um, you know, confronting his past. And so that's, you know, I wish him the best. From there, it's back to Tom again. And this show has very bad directing in these first few episodes. It goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth from interview to interview. Instead of just, you know, following out the one that we're on. And uh, Tom gives us a little bit more detail on R.D. Wall, the guy who died in the sugar... In, not in the sugar shack. The guy who died in... Uh, he died in uh, solitary confinement. Uh, his head was apparently cut off by the other inmates. And by the way, I don't know if you're familiar with what are colloquially known as prison shivs, but cutting someone's head off... With with that is not like fast no that t- took a long time and you probably died in the middle of it yeah is the is the nasty part of that pretty gross so that's a pretty bad way to go- die uh and then we go back to Redbone for a little bit and he talks about a friend of his who did some killing and then was killed just really really getting us in the mood to see some ghosts in these cells where where apparently a lot of the killing happened and uh that's it that's the last part of the investigation phase, we move on into the lockdown phase after that. Yeah. Um, so something special about Zach in these earlier seasons is he's much more innocent um, in how he uh, tries to interact with ghosts. He likes to provoke spirits, and he talks about this. Um, and it's quite entertaining to watch him provoking these spirits that are supposed to be here. Um, because... <laughs> He's he's really into um, role play. Um, he likes to uh, put himself in the position of the enemy of the ghosts. Yes. So in in this situation, he pretends that he is a prison guard, and he he gets very nasty with the ghosts. Oh man! He, he says, um, "I'm the new guard in town. Get in your cells." Put your heads on that chain link fence. This is my first day on the job. <laughs> Which is a, a pretty rad thing to shout if you're trying to be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and also, um, if you don't like it, come over here and tell me that you don't like it. Just shit like that. It's, it's pretty entertaining, but it's also like... I, I really wanted to hit this too. Yeah. Um, he says before that, they, they do a sequence in the hallway where Zach tells them that specifically the reason... They're not to use their flashlights mm-hmm. is so that the ghosts don't see them coming, <laughs> which is hilarious to me because they're using their cameras, their night vision cameras to navigate by looking exclusively at the LCD screen, which is a light source that is shining on their big, dumb faces. So they'd be very easy to see coming. I just think that it's really funny that they think that just because they turn their lights off that the ghosts can't see them. Yeah, I just... So Zach yells at a bunch of ghosts, and they uh, they bring out some EMF detectors, which I noted here, they use some pretty soft language to describe the relevance of the EMF detectors. Yeah. They say stuff like, these spikes may be caused by an increased electromagnetic field, which could indicate the presence of a spirit. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably the weakest language you can use. But, I mean, it's probably the most appropriate to use weak language when you're talking about ghosts. Whereas in later seasons, they talk about this shit as if it's fact. I mean, they talk about it like it's gravity, like it's well-researched and documented, like yeah. they, they understand everything about it. Yeah. Um, and they, they in the earlier episodes, they always just, you know, thoroughly explain this. Um, Ghosts are believed to be made out of electromagnetic energy. Okay. Um. <laughs> and uh, they don't get anything. Well, they, the EMF spikes a couple of times. It goes up and down. Um and they, they get really riled up about it, um, mm-hmm. and then they decide that now's a good time for an EVP session. Mm-hmm. 
So what this means is that they just stand around in the dark asking questions with their digital recorders out, and they get no EVPs from <laughs> this <laughs> session. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, timed so well as to make me question its veracity, Zach claims that he sees a figure walking past a door. Oh yeah, there's all these shadow uh, figures that are supposed to be in the prison. Uh, which, okay. Now, I want to note specifically that narrator Zach says that he saw a figure walking past a door. Mm-hmm. Real Zach doesn't really say anything except like, whoa, whoa, over there. Look over there. See, and this is the thing. Like, if you, it, it's kind of like a leaning uh, thought where if you, if somebody else says, oh, I see these shadow figures, and then you might see some things and your brain might just think, oh, I'm seeing it's a shadow figure. It's... It's it's interesting. Also, as a note, um, electromagnetism um, is pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah, like everything has it, right? Uh, and it's a it's a mixture of um, electricity and uh, magnetism. What? And <laughs> when, I'm not a I'm not a physics uh, student. The or universe anything, are scientists. Well, she's a scientist. I'm not a excuse scientist. Excuse me. You're a scientist. <laughs> I am, but uh, not a not a physicist. But uh, from what I know about it, it involves electricity and magnetism um and changes in electromagnetism occur when these two things interact with each other and electromagnetism can be caused by so many things the earth the earth has an electromagnetic field um electricity um and there's electricity everywhere because we use it so ghosts uh yeah the internet so, um wi-fi and and hopefully sometime we'll have a, a someone who studies physics on the show and and they can talk more about it uh, even I know, more accurately than I can. Uh, hey, like, we can maybe get Bill Chapel on this show. Oh my goodness! Um, they okay. have a guy they go to for all their stuff. We should wait. We should wait to introduce okay. exactly who Bill Chapel is until we start to see his handiwork appear on the show. But suffice just put a put a pin in that name. Bill, Bill Chapel. William Chapel. Yes. Be prepared for him. So next is their their plan is next to go to the sugar shack, um, but on the route there back to the sugar back shack. to the sugar shack. On route there, Aaron presents a photo that was taken of uh, no 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 Zach prevent presents a photo that was taken of Nick, who's the third investigator, mm-hmm. who's a pretty nondescript fellow. And there's a kind of a weirdly shaped lens glare in the photo, which if if you really want to believe, it looks kind of like a little, like some glowy eyes. And they present this as hard ghost evidence. You know, that reminds me of that. Um, we watched a, a, a ocean documentary recently with fish that have, they have like uh, glowy head things that look like eyes blinking. Yeah, they it looks like, just like that. Yeah, they have like, it looks like fake fish eyes. Yeah. Fake underwater fish eyes. Those deep sea creatures. But yeah, it's, it's most likely a lens flare, but whatever. The plan is to leave Aaron down here by himself in the sugar shack. And the only time I've ever seen Aaron say no. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not into it. He says immediately, no, absolutely not. (laughs) And he's feeling full of beans on this particular day. (laughs) Well, this is before Zach has a talk with him. Zach probably shoot him the fuck Probably. Well, Zach's a scaredy cat. It probably got like awkward and uncomfortable. Probably. Yeah. I would imagine it was less that Aaron got really partially reprimanded and more that this was just super awkward and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. yeah um and zach does in fact stay down there also nick volunteers oh Um, no yeah nick 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 stays in this one yeah um so nick stays down there by himself and he gets an evp and i'm sorry 
But it's I, I think it's raccoons what he captures. It's it really just does sound some, like it. Some stuff scuttling around and that's it. It like, sounds like an animal or um something wrong with audio equipment. It really I I mean, okay, maybe you could interpret it as a laugh, but it I, I Yeah, they call it a laugh and they, they also talk about some other noises they get. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing it just sounds like a wild animals foraging. Yeah. Really. Um, so we go back to Zach and Aaron, and Zach gets out an object that he calls a gold beryllium <laughs> subtle energy microphone. Which probably costs a fortune. I, I mean, I'm thinking this thing's easily three to four hundred dollars. I would like to know the, the fucker who sold that to them and was like, yeah, this really works. Because the people who make this shit have got to be like electrical engineers, right? I, they've got, I they've hope got to, not. They've got to like know what they're doing. Right? Like, they, they know, they understand well, how the shit evil, works. Well, evil engineers that want to make a profit off the suckers. So, Zach um, wants to, uh, Zach wants to be the star of the show. And to this end, he decides to stay by himself in the hole where Artie Wall died. Oh, we missed, uh. What did we miss? We missed uh, the, the, the inmate screaming from a cell. There was an EPP, um, where they apparently heard an, an inmate screaming from a cell. Do you remember that? I kind of do, um. Yeah, I remember, but they didn't go back to that EVP. No, they didn't. Which makes me feel like they must have discovered something about it. It was barely audible. Yeah. You could barely hear it. I think it could have been street noise. A it lot of the stuff could been. be street noise. There was a street right outside yeah, the building. Yeah, there's literally like, they, this place did not have much yard. And remember, as we said earlier, they interviewed a bunch of people on the street yeah, beforehand. Who live, who live like across the street from this place. Yeah. Um. So Zach is down in, Zach is down in the hole. Um. And he does this thing, which we see a lot later on in the show, where he, like, shoots the camera at his face, and he's watching the LCD screen next to it, so you really just get a shot of Zach's face. And nothing else. <laughs> and nothing else, like this giant face taking up the whole screen as he talks about how spooked he is. There's a part where he, he says that he wants to be by himself, um, I guess because the activities. He's feeling the activity. But at the same time, he's extremely frightened. Um, he's very, very scared. Although he'll say, like, oh, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. He gets really defensive. He's, you can tell he's, he's got... He has some issues there, He has some I insecurities. Um, but, like, he says stuff like, oh, don't shut the door, man. Like, you know, really, really clearly that he's, he's, um, he's really nervous. Which is why he probably he forces Aaron to go in by himself all the time first. Yep. Um, and he, he, he says that I'm not as provocative as I usually am, you know, describing that he's by himself. It's just pretty funny, uh, hearing him be a little bit more honest. Uh, there's also moments during the show where Zach visibly has, um, fog coming out of his mouth. It's, it's cold. And he's talking about, this is the first time I've had a fog coming out of my mouth. Wait, is it fog? It's like, it's, you can see his breath. You can see his breath. But what's what's funny about that to me is that he at one point he says that the the narrator Zach says that his breath is visible at the quote near exact moment unquote that they catch a specific EVP. Also, what's interesting to me is they never actually talk about what the temperature was no. outside or inside the building. I noticed that they were wearing long sleeves. Were they wearing jackets? They might have been wearing they jackets. They might have been wearing jackets. It might have so just been kind of fucking cold It might have been cold. It might have been a cold night. It might have just been chilly. Yeah. They um, never addressed that, so that's something to think about. And this EVP they catch, I mean, as far as, if you're going to believe that EVP's a thing, I think that it's compelling, but it could also be explained by, like, clothes rustling around. But they prime you really, really hard to hear, I'll kill you. 
Oh yeah. But like they they hear someone they they have someone say it and out loud. And it's not loud. that clear. And no, it's not nearly that clear. Like the, a person it's, says it and then you see it on screen as the yeah, as the like the file plays. It sounds more like <laughs> It sounds like a tiny sneeze, like a tiny mouse sneezing somewhere. <laughs> it sounds like our cat sneezing. Yeah. Um but that's like the most compelling evidence they get in the whole lockdown and that's basically the end of the lockdown. Uh, I just want to note that it is funny how Zach does these provocations and is really rude to the ghost. Just really and mean. Then, and then when um, he's by himself, uh, he says stuff like, I mean no disrespect to you. Like, yeah, what are right. you? Like, Where was the guy who was like, get your head up against the fence? Yeah, like if, if these ghosts are really communicating with you and intelligent enough to respond to you, what the heck, man? So the next sequence is one that's videotaped inside someone's house, inside the homes of a couple of recurring characters from Ghost Adventures. And we oh, got to no. tread lightly when we talk about these folks, because um, it's really, really unfortunate. They're, they were a couple. This is, this is actually really serious. It's very serious. We, like, no, no joke here. This is a really tragic thing that happened um, to these two people. They were EVP specialists. That's what she referred to herself as. Um, and, uh, not too long ago, there was a murder-suicide, and as a result, they're both dead. And it sucks a lot, um, that they're on this show that we make fun of, because I really hate to talk bad about them, because this is clearly, like, I a terrible situation that they're in. No, we're not gonna talk bad about them. Right, like, I just don't like to, I, I, it still feels a little bit gross to me, even, like, talking bad about a show that they're in, that they contributed to. Yeah. But we, I just wanted to get that out there, and do, do the diligence here, like, Mark and Debbie Constantino, it's a real tragedy that they're gone. Mm-hmm. But they did, they did some goofy segments on this show while they were still with us. Yes, yes. We will talk about the goofy segments that they participated in. Um, we're not going to make fun and, of them and, themselves. And let's just, let me just say the goofiest person in the room at this moment is actually Zach Bagans. Because uh, the oh. camera pans over and we get a shot of him wearing this really ill-fitting hat. A fedora. <laughs> this fedora that's like way too small for his head. <laughs> Which I find funny because he wasn't supposed to be on screen no he wasn't yeah um uh zach brings up the photo they took of aaron or the photo they took of nick rather Mm -hmm. uh with the scary eyes and then uh debbie constantino says that that must be the spirit from the evps that's threatening to kill them uh and they say and they basically are like oh well glad we got out of there alive um and then she also evaluates the um the evps she she says that she catches uh a few extra EVPs. They're really, really hard to hear. Yeah, it's um, not. It's not the best. I mean, the whole segment. It, the whole time we're doing this segment, they have the audio file open in their audio editing software. So it's very possible that they could have like pumped some stuff up and exaggerated some of the details. Mm-hmm. And like, it's really easy to do that. Also, it is important to note that audio is not uh, solid evidence. Like, no, of course not. You can always fake that. You can't, it's so easy to fake. Like, I, I don't know that much about law, but I know that, like, it's not really solid evidence in court, so... What, what are you going to take these ghosts to court? Are going to sue these ghosts? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> EVPs Your are Honor, not... The plaintiff spooked me real bad, and e- I dropped my camera, and it broke. <laughs> I'm just saying, EVPs are not solid evidence at all. But yeah, um, that's about it for that's the it. little... Uh, yeah, pretty much in general. Yeah. Zach gives us, like, a, like a little wrap-up where he tries to be poetic. And he's not very good at it. He's just not a very good writer, is the thing. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. That's pretty much it for that episode of Ghost Adventures. That's the first episode of Ghost Adventures. Um, 
What, how would you, how would you just, like, what would you rate that, that episode? I don't know. It's not, it's an all right one. It's a good introduction, but it's not the craziest episode by far. Yeah. Like, there's, there's been some wild shit that happens in this series. So, uh, my advice is to keep going after the first episode if the first episode doesn't exactly suit you. Yeah. Because it does get crazier. I think my favorite sure. season is, is season five. The latest season has been pretty darn awesome. What's our cat doing right our now? Our cat is freaking out. What is, what's happening? <laughs> She's rolling on the couch and. Are you okay? Hey, um, you all right? Uh, it just this it just gets better and better. Um, this is a gold show. It's a really good program. Just watch it. Just get it. Just watch it. You can. There's clips on YouTube. Um, you can pay for it. There's DVDs. There's so many DVDs. Yeah, we've we've actually. I think we have like. We own almost Eight? every season. We, we, yeah, well, you know. We own the majority of the seasons. For some reason, season six is more expensive than a bunch of the others. But um, And then the later, the, the later seasons that are, are more recent, they're not on DVD yet. But we really recommend it. We usually have a Ghost Adventures night. Um, yeah, we have a big party. We have a big party and everybody comes over and we watch it and we get drunk and stoned. And... Yeah, we'll do it like once every week or once every few weeks and... It's a really good time. It's so funny. Um, Great to watch with friends. Yeah, and especially if you can make those bingo cards. Um, we'll see if we we'll see if we've gotten a link from Morgan for those, so yeah. you guys can make your bingo cards at home. Yeah. Um, all around a good time. All around a good time. And it's 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 both entertaining. It's it's entertaining in both a spooky way, and also in a hilarious way. This one's not that spooky though. No, it isn't. This but- one wasn't that spooky. There are some more spooky ones, but yeah, just keep watching. That's uh, that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. So, hey, I want to say thanks for listening to this f- first episode of our podcast. Yeah, thank this you. This is so insanely much. haunted, and 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 this is we've been thinking about doing this for a while. Yeah. Um. So we just did it. We just did it. Uh. And if you boys are listening, we're really sorry if we hurt your feelings. If it's any consolation, we keep buying your shit and watching it. So. Yeah, we've actually spent quite a bit of money on this. So. If you don't like what you hear, we're paying customers, and we're we're we can just we're just gonna keep on saying it and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we should have like a little sign off, right? Like we should yeah. have a fun little sign off. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, thanks for listening to Insanely Haunted, a Ghost Adventures fan cast. My name's Max. And I'm Cassie. And you've been listening to a Class A EVP.